welcome to episode 73 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film. I'm one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont. I'm another host, Mr. Paul Robinson. How are you today? We're fostering a dog. We are fostering a dog. It's a cute little dog. We're trying it out. Yeah. I'm trying it out for size. I don't like this dog. <laughs> of course, we have to do it right before winter and uh, having to walk the dog. That's always the in biggest. In the cold, yeah. You know, it's awesome. Pain in the butt, yeah, as it were. Um. So, yes. So, yes. right off the bat, yes. before I forget, mm-hmm. we received our new MoGraph t-shirts. Hot off the presses. Hot off the presses. And I was like, it was in jest that I was saying... It's 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 Brograph until I get my shirts, but now I got shirts. Yeah, didn't expect that. Thank you yeah. guys so much. Brograph. Yeah, Brograph dot com. You got to check them out. I can't say Brograph anymore because I did actually get shirts. Well, you can. I think they still have tutorials there, or whatever. But Brograph dot com is the new site. Um, big things coming on that site. I'm very excited, actually. Yay! Yeah. They sent us merch because they're sweet. Yeah. Well, you know, and then you know we we sing their praises all the time. So because. Uh, they're great. Well, you they're know? awesome sauces. Yeah, they're a tr- they're they're like a a, a, a trio of sauces, except well, they're not. <laughs> well, a, a dual of sauces. Yeah, but a duo of sauces. Whenever you get like sauces, I'm yeah. just going to go on a random tangent. Okay, about sauces. About sauces, like when they give you samplers, it's always like three sauces. Yeah. Usually, it's not two. So I had to say, yeah, it's, you'll have ranch, honey mustard, and, and something, something else. else. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. can't say a duo of sauces. That's weird. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So uh, we saw Terminator. We actually saw this last weekend. Yes, we did. But, but we wanted to give you all a week to, to watch yeah. it and stuff before we really talk about it. We realized that other people have like lives and stuff and they don't just like watch things mm-hmm. the weekends they come out like mm-hmm. we do. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So uh, what, go. Go. All right. Well, let's see. I I wasn't – when I first saw the trailer, I was like, oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Here we go again. And then some of the reviews started coming out. I have certain places that I go on the interwebs mm-hmm. that I look at, you know, reviews for things. And if there's a movie I'm on the fence about, they may that may tip me one way or the other. Mm-hmm. And so I started hearing that the movie was actually kind of fun. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't any kind of groundbreaking thing, but it was just a fun movie. And um, I was surprised that you wanted to go see it because you usually don't like movies like that. But I know like because of um, Linda Hamilton. And Edward Furlong. And Edward Furlong that, you know, you were a big fan of T2. Yeah. And you knew this was a follow-up to that, so you were interested in that. I was still a little young for the first Terminator to really be interested in it. Yeah. So T2 was my jam. a lot of people saw T2 first, probably. I don't know. I saw the first Terminator. Oh. Well, did you see that before T2? Yeah. Yeah, but I was still kind of young, so I remembered the movie. Mm -hmm. So when T2 came out, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember this, like, big machine guy. Yeah. Um, But then... Eddie Furlong was in there, and I was like, "Oh, he's adorbs." Adorbs. I like him. Adorbs. So, um, but I, was I you kind know, of obsessed with that movie, and I felt like my big takeaway from the movie was that it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, um, you know, it was a lot of action. I thought that what they did with the the Terminators fighting was interesting, and the new design of the Rev Nine Terminator. I was kind of like. Mm. I don't know about this whole separating from the skeleton yeah, thing. Yeah, I, I didn't... Wasn't really digging that. It, they did some interesting things with it, but I didn't know enough about how it worked to understand, like, oh, it, I know that it does this, but what else can it do? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, in the first... In well, Terminator so 2, they kind of... Well, it's in the trailer. <laughs> yeah, but just so spoiler, it's, yeah. it, it separates from its endoskeleton. Yeah. And... um. 
So then like, does it like what I didn't understand was, I guess, what's its structure when it's separated? Is it just, just goo, the liquid metal? Yeah. In which case that doesn't like, why would you ever separate then? I don't know. It's, yeah. you seem, it seems stronger when, and I guess you come, come at somebody from both ends that way, yeah. but you're just, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. But whatever. I mean, it, it was interesting enough to, but it just, you know, um, T2, they kind of explained the rules a little bit better with mm-hmm. in terms of terms of the Terminator. Um, but that said, you know, it was a lot of fun, a, a joy ride as it were, you know, but, uh, you know, dead simple. I mean, the, the, the Terminator plots are, you know, there's not really a lot to do with well, that. You send somebody back to try to kill somebody because they're going to do something in the future. I mean, that's kind of. But I think in Terminator 2, they got uber detailed with Cyberdyne yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Skynet and they got into the whole thing, you know, and they kidnapped the guy and she explained, there was so much explained there. Yeah. And then when they showed like what was going to happen and all that stuff, I I thought that the storyline was way stronger in T2. And I thought oh, that's what made that film so good was that you had your action sequences, right? And you, and we'd not seen crap like that before at that time. We were just like, yeah. whoa, he's all bendy and his yeah. face exploded and then melted back together. That was cool for its time but there was so much backstory mm. to it yeah and how she got where she was and all that this was very uh straightforward yeah but i mean in reality it was kind of elementary yeah it really i mean i knew the whole plot before they even explained anything because there's only so far you can go with it when you start like oh, yeah. i'm pretty sure where they're going to go with this i won't give away there's so there's this uh, reveal, if you will, yeah. towards the end, which I already knew yeah. from the jump. Um, and they try to, you know, they 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 try to talk talk it down a bit yeah. when they when they first mention it. <clears throat> I think probably in the like end of the first act or somewhere yeah. around there, they start talking about it. Um, but I was like, no, I already they tried know. The old bait and switch. Yeah, I was like, I already know what's going on, um, and so. It was very straightforward in that. Like I felt it was lacking in story, mm. <clears throat> but I guess you it's one or the other with these types of movies, right? Well, if you, you either want a bunch of action or you want a story. Yeah. Yeah, but T2 so, was able to pull both of those off. Yeah, but it didn't have as much action. Yeah, I guess. It had more, you know, the, the scenes were much shorter. There was yeah. way more talking and dialogue and non-action scenes in T2 than there were in this. Yeah. This just kind of jumps right into it, which I appreciate. Like, movie started. Let's five go. minutes in, we're like, boom, there's like fight scenes going on and crap happening. And yeah. uh, if even that, you know, it's just, it, it, they went right into it, which I liked. But I just kind of felt like the story was lacking a bit. It didn't ruin it for me because, honestly, I didn't expect much of this. Mm-hmm. Um I forget her name. I just always call her San Junipero. <laughs> um, Mackenzie uh, Davis, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh, she did really well. Uh, kudos she to awesome. whoever their trainers were, like because they were like her and Linda Hamilton were like ripped as hell. And mm-hmm. um, you know, she she strikes me as a muscular. She's very lanky, so yeah. I you know not to take away, but I think it's it's probably easier for her to get into that shape because she's very slim and yeah. sort of uh, a fit. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a word. Fit, fit, I guess. Um, but she, you know, like the, the amount of training that goes into that and the, mm. the dedication to that is is nuts. Yeah. So that's great. She was also um, in that Control-Alt show or whatever that is. Alt and Catch Fire. Alt and Catch Fire, that's it. <laughs> Control-Alt-Delete. Control-Alt-Delete. <laughs> that's going to be the next show. Yeah. Um, yeah, she was in that as well. 
Um, she's been a couple things, yeah. but I always know her as San as as the San Junipero girl. So um, <clears throat> I I thought she did a really good job. The fighting scenes were really good. There were like a few scenes here and there that it was like, eh, that could have been like a little bit, you know. Yeah. But for the most part, like they kicked ass and that was great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the uh, the guy who played the evil Terminator, mm-hmm. he, he he was really good in that, you know, he felt very imposing. Yeah. It reminded me a lot of Robert Patrick in that way. Um, and I wasn't really paying attention. But and, see, I'll always know him as the Terminator. It's, it's the same as in T2, yeah. that guy. Yeah. I every time I see him, I'm like, oh, it's the Terminator. Yeah, he did, but he did a good job of like being um, like menacing, I guess. Yeah. Um, and I, I wasn't really watching, and I and I and I thought about this later on about how like if you ever see them like breathing or like getting tired or anything like that, like you know, because as a, as an actor, you're doing all these scenes, and then you turn around, and if you're breathing heavy, right? You know, <clears throat> and I didn't, I didn't see, I didn't, I, I I'll probably watch it again when it's on demand or something and kind of see because i feel like i don't remember him ever doing that and that's kind of a little little um thing that would have yeah. been really interesting you to see. see it on her because she's enhanced she's, yeah uh so she's still human but um, which is interesting because they had you know they send in the in t2 they send a, a robot back then then the robot becomes more human but in, the, in this one they send a human back that's more robot that yeah. has some robot or whatever so she's pretty robot um there there was a point that I was going to make. <laughs> I just lost it. I derailed that point. I don't remember what. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, this is like super nitpicky. Mm-hmm. But so this takes place in uh, Mexico. Mm-hmm. And um, so they did this thing right in the beginning where they're like, well, we need to establish that these are these are foreigners. Yeah. We're in Mexico, right? So there's, they're doing the whole Spanish Spanglish thing, yeah. mostly Spanish. And then so the... The, the character that they're protecting, her brother, I guess, wants to be like a YouTube sensation as a singer. Or I think just a singer, yeah. But yeah. Well, he keeps talking about yeah. his views and stuff like that, right? He surpassed Bruno Mars or something. There was some, there was yeah. some comment about that. And so there's a they they make a point for her to to sort of correct him and in making him speak in English because well, if you want to be big right. in the states, right? So you got to learn how to speak English. So it's like he doesn't stumble through it but you can tell like oh this is i'm i'm trying to find the right words to get this right and says it in english you know with with an accent as one would expect but then they proceed to speak english to each other as if it's no problem immediately after that so i'm like what was that's so nitpicky but i just i found that so weird because at first i thought like okay well look if you're in mexico i think this is it's okay to have subtitles yeah is this where they're well, like they the, did that the, for a good the Americans? The, the Americans met their limit. They yeah. don't like to read, <laughs> so yeah. we have to make them speak English to each other, there's even probably, though they most likely probably charts and stuff would that, not. that people have done studies on and how much subtitles Americans are willing to put they, up. With you or capped something. it. That yeah. was it. They had to read seven lines. Seven it's minutes over. of, of, <laughs> it's of reading, over. and then we're out. Um, it was. It was. Very basic too, but you know, like, do do people in Mexico speak English to each other that speak English? Sure, but if it's not your first language in a way, you know, so it just to make the point of being like, oh, hey, no, you have to learn how to say that in English, and then they proceed to speak to each other in English. It yeah. was like, what? What was the point of that? Like, either just keep it in Spanish or yeah. have them be bilingual and speak to each other in both languages. I don't know, um, but that was my only like. That's weird. Just found that kind of like bizarre, but um, other than that, I I liked it. I mean. I liked it more than I thought I would, mm-hmm. but I went in low. So yeah. I was like, 
So I don't know how to really gauge that. But I mean, I would give it like a solid B plus. Yeah. I don't think I'd watch it again. I probably I would watch it again, like if it was on and we were just like sitting here. If it I was would on, it I on. wouldn't intentionally put that on. Yeah. Like I've seen it. Or okay. if like somebody came over and they're like, oh, I haven't seen that. I'm like, okay. And they wanted to see it, then I would sit I through guess, it again. I guess, yeah, I'd sit through it again. But, but uh, yeah, I mean, it was, I'm interested to see if they'll go any, because we were talking about this after the movie. I was wondering if like, you know, every time there's a big tentpole movie like this, you got to assume that there's bigger plans in the works. And um, I, I'm curious as to if, because there's, you know, some a lot of these movies will be like um, a changing of the guards sort of thing. You know, if, if mm-hmm. they want to continue the story with, say, a, a new person, then they... But I don't know if The Terminator is really a, a film that you can go well, so deep on. I guess you could. You could just write whatever. But is there enough there to, to pull from, you know? We had made... We made this comment, or I made this comment last week when Perry was on, huh. about how this generation's not really seeking this story out. This yeah. is our generation. Well, you think more, about this is but, technically the third one in it, and every single movie, it's robot comes back to kill somebody, and it's always robot different people. Back, yeah, it's, they just they can't keep because I don't think that they can hold this generation's attention with the story. It's just like whatever. Yeah. Um, and I think, quite honestly, when we when we were watching this, right, this seems so far fetched that things would be so technical and robotic. And now that's kind of coming. To, I mean, we don't have Terminators yet. <laughs> yet. So I think that this generation is just sort of like numb mm-hmm. to the, oh, what if there that there was all this technology and stuff? Because there is. Yeah. Plus like, we've seen it a million times. We've seen yeah. every incarnation of how technology is going to be in yeah, the future. Yeah, it's just been, it, it's it's just sort of been done. And so I, I don't think it's being sought out as much. Um, and after we had that discussion, after seeing it, um, the articles came in on its opening weekend being quite soft. Yeah. So I don't know that they're going to actually approach this again. Yeah. I don't see why they would actually. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, because you had the, so if this is technically the third one, you had the first one, which is just like, come from the future, kill somebody. Second one, same idea. But then, like you said, they went more into the lore of it all and how it all happens. And the effects, and that the effects was all. And all that stuff. Yeah. And this one is just kind of like a, like a soft reboot, I guess, or something, whatever they want to call it. And it's just like, okay, that was entertaining, but. Let me put it this way. If Linda Hamilton wasn't in it, I wouldn't be talking about this film right now. I don't think I'd even bother seeing it at all if she wasn't in it. I just wanted to see it because it was like, oh, Linda Hamilton's back. Let's see. Let's see what goes. Yeah. Um, Because in in the in T2, you had um, the whole you're getting into the whole, uh, you know, backstory of everything. And this one is kind of like a couple lines. Oh, by the way, they they almost succeeded at having the best CG that I've seen. Ever? Yeah. I think, you know, I, I have Star Wars and all, you know, they've yeah. they've all done this, like, hey, this person's actually not alive anymore, so we have to CG them, or we're going to, you know, whatever. Are you talking we're talking about making de-aging them... technology. Yeah. Yeah. But I... Spoiler alert, there's de-aging technology in yeah, this. Yeah, it happens in the beginning. <laughs> um it's, it was really good, yeah. Normally, it's like, okay. But they kept it we, simple. They made it a flashback, obviously, and a dream sequence sort of thing. So they had they that working for them. A little bit too far. Just They just pushed the envelope a little bit to where I was like, up oh, there it is. Because I was waiting. You know, once yeah. you see... Once you see the characters, because you're like, all right, well, these people haven't aged in this, so I this is the past. And, you know, I'm like, all right, let's see how this goes. And it's always in movement, mouth movement, blinking. That seems mm-hmm. to be where it can, that where it's the trickiest and also in skin texture. 
they never really seem to texturize people and having imperfections, wrinkles. Well, they did that with Alita. It, they I thought did, they did a good job with well, the skin Ali- texture. Alita had like a freckly look to her, yeah. but she, and they gave her pores, yeah. but she still, it was, it, her eyes were yeah. giant. I'm just talking about pure so, skin texture. Yeah, but I mean, the, the skin texture was pretty good because they had a lot of close-ups of her. So, mm-hmm. you know, they really had to kind of nail that one. Yeah. But on this, it's even from a distance, there's this very airbrushed look to the CG de-aging thing that it's like, oh yeah, that doesn't, mm-hmm. uh, they look like sex dolls. That's what I think yeah. of. Like, you know, like, so like when you, you, you see like a sex doll on, on TV and stuff mm-hmm. and you're like, why does their skin look like that? It's, that's what it reminded me of. Yeah. Like this really like flat kind of weird. Um, but they did some of the best that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Cause normally it's like, whoa, yeah. what is that? Um, what was it, Gemini or whatever, when that first came out. I think they fixed that because when it first came out, people were laughing yeah. at it. It was a bit um, rough, but I guess they went and cleaned it I up. I guess and... they cleaned it up again. But even still, it, you know. Like Rogue One was the worst with that when they brought yeah. back What's-His-Face. And uh, I was like, yeah, that's CG And person. Tron. Tron. Well, Tron, yeah, Tron was, was like the first time Yeah, that was like the first it. time they attempted that. And it was like, get back in there. Yeah. <laughs> You're not that done. That needs to bake a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah. That goose is not cooked. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So that that was, again, B+. Plus. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't go out of my way to see it really again. I saw it. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Fun, entertaining. Yeah. And the, and there was, uh, you there know. There was the, also a child in there. I don't know why you would bring a kid. It was yeah, like a the young theater, child yeah. in the theater. Because you heard like as soon as the, the trailers oh were God, on. And like hilarious. it would, there'd be a, or, or telling you to silence your cell phone or something. And you'd hear the kid say something or scream in between and then people be like, oh. Well, <laughs> normally it's me, yeah. right? As soon as I hear a kid screaming through a film, I'm like, fuck a duck. This is going to be a nightmare. But I was I, I was in my positive mode. I'm like, we're still in the beginning. It's the trailers. Like, I'm not going to freak out yet. Um, but the kid did one of those like, you know, they would yeah. just make some random stuff. And the woman next to the man next to me went, oh. God, seriously? <laughs> I was like, yes. It wasn't me this time. She was just not having it. Um, but the kid shut up, thankfully. But yeah. again, why would you bring a young kid to that? To like that, that just yeah. what are you doing? Okay. I'll explain so, that one. Um, we we are super, super late to the game with this film because you know, we have the jobs and stuff, and so mm. we can't watch everything when it comes out. We don't have time to go to the theater all the time. So the favorite. Mm-hmm. So this was directed by, uh, I think it's Yorgos Lathimos. Mm. He's a Greek. Mm-hmm. Um, he did he did The Lobster. He yep. did Killing of a Sacred Deer. And he did, um, ah, what was the name of that film that everybody talks about? That I, They always reference it. We saw Lobster and we liked The Lobster. We saw Killing of a Sacred Deer. Did we? Yeah. I don't remember it. With the kid. We oh. just saw that with the oh. kid in, oh, really? in, the, in the basement. Every time you see the kid, you're like, oh, that's right. That mm. Seriously? Did I like it? Uh, you thought it was okay. Yeah. So we thought that was okay. <laughs> With Nicole Kidman. Oh, okay. Oh, my goodness. Dogtooth. Yeah, you didn't, didn't see, see Dogtooth. I did. Mm-hmm. I saw Dogtooth a very long time ago, actually. Um, I saw that film when we were still in the apartment. So we mm. just started dating when I saw that film. And it was, I think, on Netflix or something. Yeah. Like when we, we had just kind of got Netflix or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, this looks obscure, foreign. I'm in. Yeah. 
<clears throat> I didn't think you'd like it. It didn't seem like your Probably kind of not. film, so I, d- I never really brought it up to you. But yeah. I did see Dogtooth, and it's a film that when I talk about disturbing films, people who think they've seen disturbing films, it's adorable. They mm. always go, did you see Dogtooth? And I'm like, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm a little touched in the head, so I'm not going to find... I'm not going to share in your outrage of how crazy that movie was because it really wasn't. Yeah. It was the most tame, crazy movie yeah. I've ever seen. But I realize for people that aren't touched in the head like myself, yeah. they might have found aspects of that film disturbing. I thought it was very like it was a, a very like cliche, not in a bad way, but like mm-hmm. cliche, obscure, indie, yeah. you know, type of uh, foreign film. So I liked it, but um, he has a style. Mm-hmm. And this film was probably um, like Lobster and Killing of a Sacred Deer, almost like the same movie to me. They mm-hmm. had like the lighting, everything was mm-hmm. almost identical. He kept that style in those two. This one veered off a bit. It's a period piece. Yeah. And I feel like he, um, they graded very different for it because his grading is usually very muted. Yeah. And this time they went vibrant because it was yeah. Victorian. And so the color, when there was color, yeah. it was very vibrant. And, mm-hmm. um, and uh, he loved, or in this film anyway, he loved him some wide angle lenses, boy. He does, yeah. And he loved like shot of a door, whip pan over to something else. Mm-hmm. And then track in track in like that was and his, sitting on shots yeah. he loves to sit on shots but there was a, so many wide angle shots in this I, there's probably more like like not even like wide angle shots like you see everything like wide angle shots where the ends are yeah. bent, you know like like fish eye yeah almost, he had fish eye. yeah he know? had and some like fish eye scenes um, i was hoping he wouldn't do that too much because it started in the beginning i was like oh god i hope the whole film's not like a fish eye lens because that's what he didn't do i don't know if he did it i wouldn't say he did it too much but he did it enough where you're like okay there's, wow there's a lot in here yeah yeah um, but it it was something that I felt you can pull off because the scenery yeah, was so nice. Of, yeah. you, you know, they're filming in a these castle big castles, type. Yeah. yeah, this big castle. And so even with a wide... Well, not really a castle, right? Like a... Yeah, what it was, do they call those? Is, that, is it still a castle? castle? Yeah. Okay. I'd say, well, it's Queen Anne. Yeah. Um, so it, it, it's... You know, the, the shot is wide to the point where the subject is like this teeny tiny little thing mm. in the corner. But there's so much to look at because yeah. it's such a like... You know, design aesthetic. There's yeah. just so much going on. Yeah. The architecture is, is so impressive that you're there's always something to keep your attention, even on a very wide shot like that. Um so this was starring Olivia Coleman, who I freaking love. Yeah, she's and great. um Emma Stone and uh Rachel Weiss. Rachel <laughs> Rachel Weiss. Um Rachel Weiss is weird for me. Mm. Like I don't think I've ever seen anything that I've been like, oh my God, that movie was so great that she was in. Right. Like she's obviously a good actor, but I don't know. She's like I don't feel like she's gotten that part yet. Always good in everything. Always, yeah. you know, she's never as, as as much as I can remember. She's never been bad in anything at all. But she's also never blown me away in anything. Right. So, uh, but she's also one of those like I don't age people. You know, she's like. <laughs> Eh, whatever. You get it. You still look like you're 30. I managed not yet because she doesn't look like she's going to all gossipy here. She doesn't look like she's getting work done. Yeah. But you see that often. Um, we, You actually had just commented on something that I noticed as well, not to be catty. But, the, you know, look, this is Hollywood. People fix their faces all the time. Um, what I love about actors like Olivia, Olivia Coleman is that they look like themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, Olivia Coleman's not 20. She's yeah. not trying to look 20. Um, and it just, you could just sort of... Um, relate to those characters more yeah. uh rachel just has great genes i think you know because yeah. she doesn't look pulled up in rachel. any way rachel um but uh you had commented on 
the past few times that you'd seen Jennifer Aniston, you were like, why is she talking weird? Hmm. And my suspicion is that she, she's kind of had injections or something. Cause I, I noticed that as well yeah. recently. I was just like, it's like, she can't move her mouth so much. Mm. And this is really, this isn't just solely to tear people down. Um, this is just like the, the, the irony of being in a business where you're forever young or expected mm. to be, but then also being in a, in a field where you need to emote and use your face. So it's ironic mm. that it's like, let's tighten your face up to the point where, you People, there'll yeah. be a noticeable difference in the way that you speak because you actually can't move your face. Yeah, it just seems counterproductive to me <laughs> to have anything done to your face that would fuck with how it moves. Yeah, but such is life. I get. I don't know. Th yeah. That's what they do. So I digress. Um, and Emma Stone always, you know, yeah. does a good job as well. Another actor that like I've never been blown away by. Yeah, I didn't see Birdman though. I did see Birdman. Yeah. I, I, I think I'm like the one person that didn't really I didn't see like La La that. I saw La La Land either. I saw La La Land. That was, so I don't know. La La Land was one of those movies that kept winning awards and kept winning awards and everyone kept talking about. And I went like, I don't even want to see that now. Yeah. Because I was getting annoyed That's by it. That's how we it. get with films that. When we're super snooty. Yeah. Start winning awards. We're like, forget that movie. Awards. Yeah. I guess you think you're better than everybody. I'm a big Ryan Gosling fan. So mm -hmm. that was a that was a tough one for me because I was like, I like Ryan Gosling. I like Emma Stone, but shut up already with this movie. My God. Yeah. Um And I also don't like, you know, speaking of those two, I don't like when you have a group of actors, be it male and female or male and male, whatever, that are just always doing movies together. Together. You know what I mean? Because then you start you stop looking at it as like um characters and you start looking at it as personas. You know what I yeah. mean? Uh so yeah, so they Look, Olivia Coleman like killed it. She did great, mm -hmm. and um, well, they all did great. They all did great, but she, yeah, she, like, she's my faves. I guess yeah. if I was, well, you know, she, that's why they put her in the star. She's role. amazing, but um, so it's 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 an it's an acquired taste. I would say about this film, mm -hmm. I don't feel it, it's a humor that not everyone would maybe get, um, and so it's very subtle. It's a muted kind of humor, but uh, it's, you know, she has these outbursts. Yeah. She plays Queen Anne and she'll have these outbursts when she's the kid. Like, Did you just look at me? Look at me. Don't look at me. Yeah. You know? um, she does that so well. She yeah. has, she plays hysterical so well. Yeah. Um, so I, I did enjoy it. I did too. Um, but just be prepared for the ending, I'd say, because the ending was like, not conventional. It wasn't bad, I don't think, but it was not conventional. I thought it was completely on point to his films. I expected yes, no other ending. But if you've uh, seen his movies, you're not you going to be surprised yeah. by the ending at all. But if you all. haven't, then just be prepared that it's not, you know, it, it's not the type of film that just wraps up and, and this is, you know, whatever, you know, you have Never to does. kind of, that's, yeah. That's, that's how he rolls. Just be prepared for that. Um, but yeah, I liked it as well. I liked it very much. Mm -hmm. It was very good. I liked it. Mm -hmm. um, so... A bit of wait. Did I talk about Impulse yet? I finished no. Impulse. Yeah. So there's this. this it's a YouTube Premium show. Mm -hmm. Impulse. So season two came out. I watched season one and I dug it. It's one of those shows of mine that I like that are just kind of like fun shows that you know, like The Flash or something. You know, this was a little better than The Flash. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> um, season two, I thought was really good because it expanded the world more. I actually thought the lighting was really well done in mm -hmm. this show. Uh, more so than it should have been, or 
had any right to be, I guess. Jeez. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, not that it was, it's bad. I actually think it's a good show. Like, I, I think it's not in the, like, I watched shows like The Flash just to be entertained or whatever. It's usually not a priority on these types of shows. Yeah, but this show is like, I think it's just really well done. Um, it's probably one of the better shows that nobody's ever heard of. Yeah. Um, I don't uh, think I've heard anybody else I talk like, about I this like show. I like the, um, the main actor. I think her name's Maddie something. Maddie is Hanson or Hassan or something like that. Uh, um, she's really good in it. You got um, the the whole cast is actually pretty good. But the I was just really kind Maslani's of Maslani's brother. Yeah, Daniel Maslani's Daniel in Maslani. it. Yeah, um, I was just kind of like uh, surprised, taken aback by like it was really really looks nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I, I would if you're into like sci, it's 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 in the world of the film Jumper. Mm-hmm. If you've seen the the film Jumper, it's in that world. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't so far as up to season two, it hasn't um, uh, referenced the film at all. Um, it's just in that world with those powers. So if you're into like sci-fi stuff, but you know this is kind of, this feels to and me jumping. like and jumping. This feels to me like a Netflix show. Yes, you know, like one I'm of those, surprised one that of those it isn't. Netflix shows. So if you're into those those kind of sci-fi Netflix shows, then you'll definitely dig it. I think. And you can watch this the first season for free on YouTube. Mm. Not that I give a fuck about YouTube, but you can. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, uh, I, I I had brought to your attention because Perry brought to my attention that we're supposed to get that uh, that uh, Disney thing. Disney Plus. Yeah. Yeah. We're supposed to get the first year free because we have Verizon know. Unlimited. Yeah, but I, there's probably fine print in there. We got to read that. I don't want to. Okay. <laughs> you read it. Um, okay. So some some. Mild dramas mm-hmm. in uh, in the in the Holly Weird world. Mm-hmm. My belly is just like going. Um, and so the writers of Game of Thrones, yeah. So Weiss and Benioff, Benioff, yep, yep. Um, have jumped ship mm-hmm. on the Star Wars project. I mean, this was a couple weeks ago, but yeah, yeah. But we never really addressed it. Yeah. Um, and so they jumped ship, and as expected. All the trolls came out of the woodwork with, mm. do God, because they ruined Game of Thrones. Because people just cannot let that go. Yeah. Um, but it was it was curiouser and curiouser. Because mm. when we did talk about this, when Game of Thrones actually ended at that time, however the how long ago that was, I had suspected that perhaps the writing was rushed because of several reasons. A, they were sick of it. We're done. We don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. And B, we got, you know, we got, Disney we got said, cha-ching. Yeah. And we want to get we want to get on on that on that cash money and start rolling. And now they're out. And yeah. so still ever the suspicious creature. I don't think it's as black and white as it seems. Uh, I think like I think the backlash of Game of Thrones might have actually bit them in the ass because they're claiming they're dropping out because they have too many projects going on. Well, and they signed all a this other stuff. Million Netflix deal. Yeah, uh. but that they weren't going to be able to do everything. Yeah. Um, because still, even with that, like, look, those guys are never going to struggle for work. They're going to, even yeah. if, even with all the hate, they're, they're still, they're in the business. They're good. They're mm-hmm. pretty good to go. Um, if they had succeeded at Star Wars, that would have been great for them. Even if they succeeded at Star Wars, people would have said they hated it just because they were holding yeah. onto this grudge with the Game of Thrones. That's what I, that's what and I, I think wonder about. That's like, what happens. If they're like, listen, you know, we could do the Star Wars film. Here's our idea. But I, I'm just, I don't want to deal with the backlash yeah. of it all. You know? I, and I can, I can I understand that's what that. what it is. And I can understand that. You know, I wouldn't, you know, you're, you're purposefully putting yourself out there um, to satiate something that people just will never 
care. You know, people just love to hate on even everything, if, even if especially they, something that iconic. Even if they had succeeded and season eight of Game of Thrones was the best season that had ever existed, people are going to hate on whatever their version of Star Wars sure. is going to be. And so then you top that off with all of the hysteria of them messing up everything, mm-hmm. quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they were like, fuck this. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not dealing with this shit. And off they went. Uh, so that was kind of interesting. Yeah. So I'm, I'm curious now is if Ryan Johnson, because I always thought Ryan Johnson was out. Like they're like, we're not doing his thing anymore. But apparently they're still talking with him and he may still do a trilogy or something. But my my thought is that they're just going to bring in Jon Favreau because they love that guy. And they're going to see The Mandalorian's going to be awesome, which is, you know, Jon Favreau kind of like took the reins on that from what I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that does well, I think they'll just give Favreau. And I like Jon Favreau. It's fine. But... I just wish that they would, and maybe they are, and I don't know, but I wish they would let, you know, because they got to end the main, not to go on a Star Wars cha- You just rant, made like but, seven points in 10 seconds. Yeah. You're like, I'm, I'm, let me get it all together. <laughs> so the point is, is like, I wish that because now the main thing is over, the main, you know, Skywalker, you know, okay. saga is over and then they can start Speak exploring. Slowly, it's me after all. Yeah. They can start exploring other things like when the Jedi's first started and, you know, they have this whole universe. They could just punch in on a little segment and, you know, focus on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope that they do that. But then I also hope they do it in a more like Rogue One solo type of way where it's it doesn't have to look and sound and feel just like the original, tril- you know, the original yeah nine films it can be whatever it is and allowing your filmmakers to you know express themselves in that way you know finding filmmakers that that are into it and that have a vision for it whether it's a vision that you agree with or not but have a very specific vision and are passionate about it Mm -hmm. and just let them run and then if it works it works if it doesn't it doesn't you know and um but you know there's just so much money they invest in these things that they have to market research and people need to see you know 17 minutes of lightsabers in the first hour or they're out or you know (laughs) like all that bullshit like you know but what other what other film um, can actually even get terrible reviews and still make just as much money. If that film comes out, if the if the, the next one in December comes out, right, and people are like, it's the worst, mm-hmm. everyone's still going to watch it. Oh, yeah. People they're are still already saying that it. they hate it, but they bought their tickets. Yeah, they're still going like to watch so, it. So um, I, I don't think you can do that with anything else. I don't think there's anything else that you can make so many things of that people hate before they've even watched it, yeah. but they'll still do it <laughs> just so yeah. that they can confirm that it sucked. Yeah. Whatever. Um, because they want to be able to tear it apart, so they have to see it so that, that way you can sit there and tear it apart. But yeah. I don't know, man. For me, just entertain me. I don't care. Just make it a good film. Um, I don't really care about, you know, if if you're retconning this a little bit and retconning that a little bit, you know. Um, I feel like J.J. Abrams may retcon a little bit of, of what Ryan Johnson did, or maybe he won't. I don't know. But whatever. Like, just make a good film. What he said. Like Terminator, you know. There's, there's so many things in Terminator. I was like, why the, f- why would, you, why, why did you do that? What is this? What? But and it, it entertained me. So good job. Yeah, mission accomplished. Mm-hmm. I was entertained. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained. So another thing that uh, I had read in the the in the newspaper mm-hmm. um, was that they are, they've already confirmed that the next Stranger Things will not be out by next summer because they're starting production in January. Okay. And that they'll be done in like August or something like that. So 2020. So 2020. 2021? No, 2020. Oh, it's just, just not going to be summer. Oh, oh, gotcha. Um, and 
that it's only going to be, I think, eight episodes, shorter uh-huh. episodes as uh-huh. well. Uh-huh. And I'm like, fingers crossed, are we finally killing this off? Like, it's shorter. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, these kids are going to be like 42. Yeah. It's going to be like it soon. Uh, seriously. Uh, so, yeah. So a bunch of people are like, oh, so Bones wanted it for the summer. I'm like, really? Are we still on this? I can't, but especially in this day and age where people's attention spans are so, although mm. we're also very obsessive. So, yeah. you know, it's like your attention spans are. I want are, it now. Yeah, I want it now and I want more and I want more and more and more. Um, I, I've expressed my, my boredom on this show already. Yeah. It, it, I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch it because I went in this far. Yeah. But it's it's sort of interesting to me. I heard somebody say the other day that I know, I forgot what sh- what show they were referencing that they were like, "Oh, enough already." Like this and but yet they watch Walking Dead still. Yeah. And I was like, "You? <laughs> you don't get to talk about what there's too many of if you are actively watching Walking, Walking Dead. Dead to this day." Yeah. Um I don't know how the hell that show is still going millions of people watch it you know apparently i mean otherwise that would be canceled this is why we have like warning tags on things yeah that millions of people are actually still tuning into that that's why tide pods change their color (laughs) it's just like how are you not completely bored with this this story already yeah i was out we were out pretty early like six or so or five i wouldn't say pretty early we went in several years that's true we went in for several years and i think Two years ago was when we finally fell off the wagon. It's been like it was the almost season, two years. Yeah, yeah. It was after um, God, Sasha blew herself up or whatever oh, yeah, she did, yeah. whatever season that yeah. was. When Carl lost his, his eye, spoiler alert. We stayed on a little bit. No, that season though. Yeah, was the we, last season. we stayed on. And then, and then that next season, I was just like, oh, I can't do this anymore. Mm. <laughs> you jumped off first. You were like, I'm done. I, I don't even care anymore. And I tried to go in. I went like two episodes into the next season and I was like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. And I'm a huge Norman Reedus fan. So um, I mean, they, they're all good. And, the, you know, it, I liked the characters, but it just got so old. It was the same thing. And then it, it started getting to the point where it was like, oh, hey, you know that how this character three seasons ago would have never fallen for this shit? Well, they're going to fall for this shit because we have to keep this narrative going. Yeah. And it was like, that character would never do that. And yeah. now all of a sudden they're trusting all these strange people. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, you guys have officially run out of shit to talk about on this show. Yeah. And away with you. I'm out. Yeah. I couldn't do it. I'm sorry. I went, I, I went, we went hard for a while and yeah. then we were like, yeah. Because you can't dangle like enough. main characters going to die over your heads for, <laughs> for so five long. seasons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then almost kill them, but then not kill them and then, and then kill them. And you know. somehow nobody has like gotten gangrene yeah. or anything on that show. Just a fungal infection just, or something. <laughs> a, a freaking, uh, a hangnail that yeah. turns in, that turns catastrophic because that's what would happen. <laughs> so, yeah, no one Cal drogo Yeah, seriously. Um, yeah, so that's that's it. I don't know what else is, is going on. Is anything else coming out um, soon? Well, the I keep wanting to say Manchurian Candidate and it's the Mandalorian. <laughs> The Mandalorian. The Manchurian Yeah, we'll candidate. talk about that. That comes out on the 11th, I think, the 11th. Oh, so pretty soon. Yeah, yeah, oh. pretty soon. So we'll definitely talk about that. Yes, we will. Uh, but they're doing it. They're not, you I'll can't, be present for those conversations. It's one episode at a time. It's not coming out all at once. Oh. Which really just annoys the You're going to have to watch each because they're going to ruin it for you, yeah, as you'd say. that's the problem is I can't even wait till it's over and, and binge it because that's definitely the type of show that's going to get ruined. Yeah, I can so, I Even I can tell you that. Yeah. Um. So I'm excited to see the Manchurian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
that's just what I'm going to call it that because I can't. I, I keep I keep getting that wrong. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a bunch of shows coming out that I'd like to get into as well. There's shows that are out now that I want that to watch. That we haven't even. Atypical's out. Um, Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders. I'm kind of like, I'll watch it, but I'm not like, oh, You're I need to watch Peaky. it. You're yeah. not off, but I just, I'm not rushing to see it. And then the, that Castle Paul Rudd Rock. show. Paul Rudd, yeah. The Castle Rock. The I've Castle been wanting Rock. to get back into. I like Lizzie Kaplan's so, uh, it should be a good season. There's just so much, but you know, we've been so buried with this film. I've been like. Speaking of Lizzie Kaplan, what happened to freaking Taboo? It just never came back. I don't know. You can't tell me they're still filming that. It it was like three years ago. They're still editing it. No. What happened? Uh, I liked it. Yeah. Okay. If it wasn't Tom Hardy, I probably wouldn't have watched it. Yeah, seriously. But I still really enjoyed that show. I thought it was really good. And I liked Lizzie Kaplan in that. Mm. I thought it was, um, I don't know. Do you know that she is actually. Charlie, Lizzie, Cha- no, I'm thinking, I'm sorry. Una Chaplin is in Taboo. That's who I'm thinking of. Oh. Um, I like Lizzie Kaplan as well, but Una, when I was talking about Taboo, I was confusing right. the two of them. Yeah. Una Chaplin is actually Charlie Chaplin's great-granddaughter, uh, I think. Yeah, whatever whatever that would be. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that. Mm. I felt like, well, obviously, it's just the same Nepotism, last name. Nepotism, am I right? But, <laughs> but uh, you love that word. Yeah. And you you revel in every opportunity that you get to use it. Um, I'm just I'm bummed that that show probably is never coming back. And if it does, mm. I'm gonna have to. I don't remember half of what happened. Have to watch it again or a recap. <sighs> Darn it! Damn it! All right. So whatever comes out, we'll be talking about that, I guess, and yeah. we'll see what goes. If you have something you want to talk about, shoot us the messages and things, and say yeah. hey. We'll talk yeah. about this stuff. At Go Gorilla Film on all the socials. On socials. Go Gorilla Film at gmail.com. That's our email. Does anybody email anymore, really? No. Eh, I guess sometimes. Um, Just message us on, on Instagram. That's also, the best way. Um, so we, I, I guess we can officially make this announcement mm-hmm. that um, we, our, our film of Vital Sign, which is now in post, um, will be getting. Uh, it's score yeah, by so, Mr. Emmett Cook. Yeah, so we've we were very excited, very excited actually. Holy cow! Holy cow! <laughs> about now, Emmett Cook was on uh, an episode. Uh, I don't remember the number, but you know it's in the it's in the list. You can find it. <laughs> it says Emmett Cook. There's a big picture of him. Uh, he's a composer that we found, um, and we wanted to interview him because we he's just episode forty five, I think. Forty five. Uh, we were just we just. You know, going through music and trying to find something for the film, we just kept coming across his stuff that would just work so well. And yeah. and and not only that, but it was just so well done. And so, yeah, we reached out to him and he agreed to do it. And um, we're very excited about that. And I've never had a film where I worked with a composer before. No, so this is so fancy for us. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll let you guys know how that goes. Yeah, so um, we'll be Skyping. Uh, we're going to be Skyping with him and going through all the details yeah. and, and all that stuff. It's just like, what? Yeah. We're like an, like a legit composer working on our, our film. Yeah. I don't know how that happens. <laughs> I don't know. He's going to change his mind like pretty soon. He'll be like, you know what? No. No. <laughs> and you know what we're going to do? We I understand. Get it. I get, get it. it. We get it. <laughs> I'm not even going to be mad at you. We probably figured this was going to happen. Good game. Good game. <laughs> But uh, so big, huge, massive shout outs to him for uh, for being so freaking awesome and wanting yeah. wanting to work on this. Um, 
And so uh, additional shout outs to Steady Geekin and Reality Bomb Comicast and Mr. Perry Horovis and, uh, you know, like all the peeps that we know and stuff like that. Yeah. To Everybody. all of you, to Everybody. all of you guys as well, and then another shout out to the MoGraph BroGraph guys. Yeah, mostly MoGraph though, because you have your shirt now. But so there's it's kind of BroGraph still. You're telling me. Well, there, it's yeah. You can it's still, still say you still can technically. It's but in it's existence. All, it's all MoGraph. But it's MoGraph.com. Yeah. yeah. So um, go check them out as well, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, where did he go? You're just yeah. like off in this. <laughs> You're just thinking about lunch or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's daylight savings when we're recording this, actually. Yeah, so we're behind. So your schedule's your schedule's all crazy. It's all crazy. Um, they'll have to cut that out because that won't make sense if we're pretending that we waited a week to do this after T two. Mm. It's the end. All right. So till next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.